Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but it's funny. funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Molly and Aquafina, where we are creating a safe space for all things Black, Black, and more Black. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate all the love and the support. This is episode, I have no idea what episode this is. What is this? The numbers are just so high now that it just, they, so they are to remember. This is episode, episode 40. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's episode 40. Episode 40. It's just so and many. It's, I just it's also cannot. Juneteenth. It's episode it's, 40 on the Juneteenth. Okay. Episode 40. It's Juneteenth. It's we just out here. Father's Day. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, Father's Day. Shout out to all the fathers. Shout out to all the stepdads. Shout out to all the the dads that don't want to be dads, but your dads, (laughs) your daddy's daddy's dads. (laughs) Oh God! Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the mothers that are the fathers. (laughs) Oh, you know, that's now that is so that's up for debate. Shout out to y'all. Not only do y'all get Mother's Day, but y'all get Father's Day too. Shout out to my mom. My mom is the GOAT. She gets a, a happy Father's Day from me. Mm, I just thought it was okay one. to drink some ginger ale. That wasn't okay. I forgot where I was at. <laughs> I saw clinking. But um, yeah, shout out to you guys. And just shout out to the good fathers. We got some really dope fathers out here. Some really dope people. Certain, I, you you paused and looked I just, like <laughs> like I think um I think probably they doesn't get enough credit. I agree. I think that um Father Day doesn't get enough credit. I went into uh, is it the, Father's Day or Father Day? It's Father's Day. Yes. Um, <laughs> Why? How did I say it? You said Father Day, but I was like, damn, was I wrong? Did no, I it's add not- an S? <laughs> No, it is an S. It's apostrophe S. Father's oh. Day. Um, I went to the store this morning to get a card, oh. and it was so many cards to choose from. Excuse me, they it weren't was, like empty. No, they weren't. I don't know if it was because it was early, but Maybe normally, they didn't get there yet. normally it's so hard to find a good Mother's Day card on Mother's Day. Yeah, but I was able to just walk in, and I had options. Oh. I had so many options, and I'm just like. Fathers are really underrated. <laughs> yeah, they don't get a lot of credit. They get a lot of slack, but they don't they get, get a, lot, a of lot of slack, and especially the black father. I feel like the black father is just so important and so valuable, and I just feel like it's not enough emphasis put on the black father. I feel like the black father is not highlighted enough. Um, just like you said, I want to say Happy Father's Day to my mother. You see yeah. a lot. You see a lot of that. And that was something that I would say in my younger years prior to stepping into the world of education. And I'm I'm just at a place, can a mother really take the place of a father or is a mother just holding it down and just doing all that she can do? No, a mother doesn't take uh, the place of a father. It's just that you have a lot of mothers that have to be both roles. That's all. You do, you do. So. 
And unfortunately, mine's, mine was just due to death. That's why I shout my mom out on Father's Day. Because <laughs> my mom got to be the mom and the dad because my dad is deceased. So yeah. let me yeah. just make that clear. No, my dad was very present. <laughs> very present. We're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing that. He was very present. He's just not here. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like a lot of mothers have to take the role of both. So I don't know. You just, you, you got to give them their props too on day. They, they get both days. So I'll be the first person to say it. And this is not, this episode is not the bash. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. This just episode is not to bash um, mothers or fathers, but I legit, legit know more stand up fathers oh, absolutely. than I do mothers. Wait mothers. a minute. I don't agree. What was that? Me, me in my personal life. I know more stand up fathers, like some really, really good oh, yeah, fathers no, I don't. opposed to mothers. Like I know some not trash- saying stand up like they're trash. I just don't. There's a lot of my friends that don't have kids. So that's why I'm saying I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, in my in my own path. <laughs> <laughs> they was trash. <laughs> I didn't even oh, mean trash. I, no, I know some trash <sighs> mothers. I really oh, yeah. legitimately do. And I only I know, know them from you. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I know some um, some really, really great dads. And it really, again, it wasn't until I got into education that I was just like, nah, fuck that agenda. Black fathers are present. Oh, yeah. You Black see them all fathers, the time. You see them all the time. Picking up the kids, dropping Picking off the, the kids, kids dropping off making the lunches. Kids. Make, let me tell you. Checking in. If you go Joe and back. Go Joe and back. <laughs> Hi, mommy. Whatever kind yep. of app that it is, there are a lot. And when I say a lot, there are a lot of with nice jobs. With nice jobs. Nice cars, all the teeth in their mouth. All they the teeth. Benefits. Real estate agents. You know, I see them Firefighters, all the time. police officers, sanitation workers, yep. whatever the profession is, there are a lot of hard working black fathers you got black all, daddies white daddies brown working. daddies purple daddies orange daddies <laughs> all the daddies it's daddies <laughs> out here it's daddies <laughs> out here so when we keep hearing that the black father is absent or the black father is this or the black father is that i want to think that it's not a big percentage I honestly do. I want to think or a that, big percentage that people are not exposed to or a big percentage of positive fatherhood that people are not exposed to. And not to say that it doesn't exist. It's just that it's not highlighted enough. Yeah. And I want the around. black community and people on the outside of the black community to know that, no, we have great fathers. We have fathers yeah. there. Now, the real team. Now, I've seen some <laughs> in my day, Laura, have I seen some um Bad co-parenting. Bad co-parenting. Just say it. Bad mothers. I've seen and, bad mothers. And, and you know what? It got to the point in my early years of starting into the education world where every other day somebody thought that they was about to change their emergency contact. Okay. You thought you was about to take the dad <laughs> off because he didn't call. And this is legit. Oh, well, he didn't answer the phone last night. So little Teron is not going with him this weekend. What? It's just so petty. It's just so, petty. It's so petty. And the only person that misses out is the child. Absolutely. It's the child that misses out. Absolutely. When you talk bad about that parent, whether it's the mom or the dad in front of that child, that parent is half of that child. So how do you think that child feels? Yeah. If you keep saying your daddy ain't this or your dad's not that, how do you think that child feels? Especially if it's a boy. 
or your mom is this and your mom is that and it's a little girl yeah one thing that i can say i haven't well it's probably only like two of my friends with kids they have to co-parent but i've never seen them bash each other in front of their child now they may i may see them talk some shit where the child ain't around you, you bitch you broke ass nigga you know that corner but never in front of the kids so i can commend people for not arguing and bashing <laughs> the parent the other parent in front of the kid yeah i just think that you shouldn't do things like that like kids absorb so much and they repeat so much and it's just so bad my mama said that you ain't girl <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've been at work <laughs> and the kid of like well, my mom ain't got no job <laughs> Like, why are you telling your mama business? He like, I was like, why she late? She working. My mom ain't got no job. She be at home. I'm waiting for my grandma. Oh, they tell all the business. Like they be telling all the business. Or my daddy in jail. That's the favorite line. My dad in jail. He he gonna get out soon, Miss Such and Such. I'm like, okay. Like, so you shouldn't argue in front of them. God forbid they come to school and be like. My dad said my mom is broke as hell. Like, <laughs> and she going on child support. Like, you just don't. So just don't repeat stuff in front of the mouths of babes. Like, just don't do it. For that don't woman, bash them. Don't bash them. For bash that woman him. that may be in her 30s, that may be a single parent, yeah. and you feel like you got an ancient baby dad, um, don't take it out on that child yeah and don't do it in front of the child like even like just i'm so tired of women being in them situations and then they become so bitter like if you have some a father that's not really doing what he's supposed to do i know as easy as it sounds to do just like let it go don't even argue with him continue to do what you got to do for your child it may be hard, you may be struggling, but there's resources out there. You can get the help, try to find a family member somewhere. Try to tap into resources. Don't be arguing with that man. And don't be arguing with that man on social media. Oh, say it again. <laughs> like, say it, say it do again. Do not be arguing with that man on social media. Don't be lurking. Don't be creeping. Don't be like move on with your life and try to build a healthy environment for you and your child without that father or that mother. Mothers, y'all out here too, shaking the table. Y'all are okay. out here too. And if that father- We're not going to forget about y'all. Or that mother. Some of y'all are some ragga staggered about for but, whatever for the sake of it be, For the sake of it being Father's <laughs> Day, even if that father is not able to do his part financially, sometimes just coming in contact with that child is enough mm-hmm. for that child at that moment in their life. I can, I promise you, when that child gets older, they're going to be able to tell who was there and who was not, who did yeah. what. You you don't even need to talk the smack about the other parent to Absolutely that child. Absolutely not. And that child is not your friend. That child is a child. Let that child He's not your king. He's not, He's not your cub. Tell him, friend. <laughs> tell He's him. not your King Arthur Louis the damn third. He is your son. He okay? is your son. That is not your man. Let not that your man. Boy I'm so tired of y'all with that boy. narrative. This is Stop. my king. He's not. He's a child. Let little Timron be a child, okay? 
He's not the head of your household. He's right not now. the head of your household. He's, he's wearing not. diapers. He's just he's not. not. He's not. Let it go. Y'all just so nasty. It just that's goes it. back to the whole that's my daddy. Like it's just nasty. Your son is not your that no. No, I never heard that one. No, you know how like you in a relationship, they're like, that's daddy, that's zaddy. No, that's not your dad. That's your boyfriend. That's your husband. That's nasty. Stop calling him your dad. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, features on. <laughs> like, the shit is gross. Psychologically, it's gross. I'm not about to be calling this me and my daddy. No. Yeah, so you know what? Where did, how did, just to kind of change, shift the conversation. How did we as grown women get to a point where we were calling? Right. Men, like, the shit is daddy. sickening when you think yeah, about I'm, it. I'm like, how did we get there? No, like, serious question. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But whoever did it, whoever said it, take it back. No, well, I'm guilty. I've, I've called a, a Zaddy a few times. Which is, oh, I've, been, I've been said it a few times, and now hearing you say this is like, okay, well, where did I? Because after it you say from? it, after you say it enough, it just it, it sounds real sickening, you know, like real, like what the hell? You are not my daddy. Can you imagine calling that man daddy and rolling over and seeing your actual dad? This shit is nasty. Because I don't think that men call us mommy, right? You, well. I'm not about to be, it's it's going to sound ignorant, but you have some Puerto Rican people that be calling people mommy. Oh, well, that's that's culturally, that's culturally different. Yeah. Mommy, poppy. But there is, it's the mommy with the I on the N, not the mommy with the M-M-Y, you know, like, all right, well, we sorry. We say all of this to say, don't be bashing them in on Father's Day. Let them have their day. And let get them get them babies cards to them dads. Let don't y'all throw them don't y'all throw them babies cards away because y'all upset with the dads. Give them babies them cards. Give them dads them babies cards. Because this this is what it really comes down to. Y'all so bitter and spiteful that you chose to roll around with. May not have chosen, but in those situations where you selected this person to be your mother or the father of your child. This mm-hmm. is a this is something that you did. Yeah. And I'm not saying that nobody should have to be a single parent. It takes two people. It takes two to have a child, right? Yeah. Well, that's speaking from you know, this, you gotta you gotta I gotta be careful. Uh, yeah. I gotta They're be like, careful. what she mean? <laughs> right. It, just talking about mom and dad on Father's Day. Just talking about the dads on Father's Day. Yeah. Let them get that dad a card. Even if you don't have nothing to put in it, it's not coming from you. It's coming right. from the child. To get that dad that card, that might brighten his day. Because that might make him hate, happy. Make him happy. As much as you may have hate, hate that man or hate where he's at, that child don't have no hate. We teach mm-hmm. our children hate. Children are not yeah. born with hate in them. They don't see hate. They don't see racism. They don't see none of that stuff. That's stuff that we teach our children. Talk. Let that child love their other parent. Let him. Make yeah. make a vow to yourself today. You know what? I'm not going to talk bad about my co-partner. I'm not going to talk bad about them no more. I'm not going to stop them from seeing their child unless it's some type of domestic thing. Yeah, then that's different. Orders, you, that's different. But if it's none of that in place, let that child see that other parent. Yeah. You have to remember that's, that's half of that child. Yeah. It's and not being worst. so spiteful. Y'all so stop spiteful. Being and what the kids say, Aggie, y'all just so spiteful and Aggie. Like, 
that man, if he don't want you, he done moved on, he in a relationship, he married, whatever the case may be, let that man move on with his life and, and continue to co-parent and see his kid. Don't y'all be out there being spiteful and nasty and vindictive and mean. Like, let it go. That man don't want y'all. I guarantee you 100% that child is going to know once they get to a certain age. And they are going to be able to make that decision for themselves. Oh, yeah. Well, do I really want to see that parent or not? Do I want to go over there now and on the weekends mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be? And if you are that dad or that mom, but that dad that made that child, yeah, bro, you made a child. <laughs> go take yeah. care of your kid. Go take care and of you. You may not be able to do it financially, but still but be sometimes present. Being present, going yeah, on play dates, taking them to get a water ice. I remember the little things that mm-hmm. I did with my father, you know, as a yeah. child. And as an adult now, I remember those those little moments mean so much to a child. They will appreciate them yeah. so much. They will. And the, yeah, the parent will appreciate it. I remember one time I had to pick my dad up out the bushes. And you, listen, <laughs> <laughs> these are moments that we- He was drunk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, damn goes Frazier. You know, that was a tall man. <laughs> one time I went to go see my dad Right. And I was like, what the hell happened to your face? Why is it that you got this? <laughs> and he ain't wanted to tell me. He was like, oh, you, you, you know, you know. And my aunt had listened to me. Girl, he came in drunk, had a good time, and fell down the steps. If your daddy never fell down the I steps. Your daddy never fall down the steps or in the bushes. You ain't got what the right. What did your dad do? What did your, what dad, did your dad, do? dad do? Okay. We got them old school days. With the, we definitely, the old school days, they be wearing the sneakers with no shoelaces when no, they cooking on the grill. Let me tell you, that's my daddy. When you say get into uniforms, that that's is the my uniform. father uniform. That with is the, the cool cookout turn to the back. Let me tell Girl, you. Girl, if y'all ain't had no old school daddies, man, what did you have? What did you have? I mean, arm and arm picking them up out the bushes. How the hell you get here? Like, how did you get here? If your don't dad know. don't drive don't in know. his car with his cigarette out the window and his Child arm out. with the arm out. What do your daddy do? What do your daddy do? And they're probably like, my daddy does everything your daddy doesn't. Child, your daddy don't be cooking for people at the bar and drop the turkey wings out on the floor, on the ground outside, pick them up, put them back in the pan and take them to the people at the bar. What kind of dad do you have? What kind of dad do you have? What kind of dad do you have, man? If your dad don't know how to make his own barbecue sauce, his own dry rub from scratch, okay? Cook on two grills, one short one and one long one. What kind of dad did you have? What kind of dad? If Girl. your dad don't come to your house and ask you why you don't got your lights like this and put them <laughs> over here, and you know you got to put your paint like this on your wall, what kind of dad? And you know what? Everybody doesn't have a dad. Everybody, Everybody doesn't. doesn't. My dad thought he was in a fraternity until his last dying. <laughs> Until every cookout, listen, this is how you know your dad not through. Yeah, my dad made up his own damn fraternity. And every time we had a black party, he would do the step and everything to the dad going fraternity. And you know your dad is a mess when his other friends join in on this non-existent ass fraternity and y'all be stepping through the damn street and his friends be chiming in that's how you know everybody ain't shit my dad was never in no fraternity no kind <laughs> and when you ask me like i was in something 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 you be like that 
that ain't even it, but you just let him live. Let him let you him let live. let him live, okay? I did his own fraternity. <laughs> Hell, my dad barbecue gear had his name on it. You, like, you just don't mess with them type of people. You don't mess with those type of dads. Shout out to all the dads. And Shout out to the dads. The daddies. Shout out to the stepdads, <laughs> the daddies, the zaddies. The, the bonus dads. The living dads, the bonus dads, the bonus dad moms. All of that. Shout out to y'all. Enjoy your day. Today is Juneteenth. Make it a black ass father. No, read some read some proverbs on the step while you cooking your rib slabs or something. Drink some ginger ale. Something. Do something today. All right, friend. Now that we got that out the way, we can get the business. I think I was about to ask you something before we started talking, and I totally forgot. I think it has something to do with Cash App and Instagram. No, thank you. I hate when people do it. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, when people like put their Cash App on Instagram? Yeah, like I just saw someone say. It's my birthday. Father's Day, buy a nigga lunch or some shit like that. And they put their Cash App up. You don't like that? I don't because then you're receiving money. It's like begging, no? I don't think. <clears throat> I think social media has taken a place for a lot of things, right? So you could do business on social media. You can exchange products and services for a fee on social media. So if someone posts this, and I've had people that I know that posted, hey, it's my birthday or whatever, whatever, and I've cashed up them. But you knew them personally, right? Yeah. So the person, so the person that's putting that up there is talking to the people that he knows personally. No, we can't necessarily say that because you have followers that you don't. I have okay, well, many followers that I don't even know. <laughs> I personally do not think it's anything wrong with people saying, "Hey, here's my cash app. Bless me today. It's my birthday." I don't think it's anything wrong with it. And if yeah, it's somebody I that I know, mass text. To no, I people. prefer you not to send it to me in a text. I, I would send it in a text, but I'm not about to be on Instagram like, "Hey." No, if you send it to me in a text, I think you're baiting. <laughs> How? If you're my friend. Because it's like a, a direct message. Hey, give me some. Like you're asking me to give you money. It's the same to, thing on social media. Social media makes it a little bit lighter to me. How? It just does. It's just like, because you know what? You know what it is? I don't take social media serious. I think that's what the connection I have in my brain. But I take a, a text message that's coming to me. Wait, like, what, friend? Okay. Seriously. To me, if I see somebody posted on social media, it's just like, okay, you posted on your social so media. So it's a form of begging if it's sent via Instagram to placed up for people that they know and have a personal relationship with and also people that they don't know so you wouldn't see that as begging but if i said sent a text to you like hey guys it's my birthday brunch me up and then send you my cash app name now you would say oh aquafina is begging well i don't want to use the word begging at all first of all i'm going to take the word begging out as my friend or anybody in my phone if a cash app come through I'm going to cash app you. Because if you have to put a cash app request in my phone, that means you really might need it. And I'm going to look out regardless of what the occasion make the occasion may Girl, be. please, because I could do the same thing on Instagram and don't really need it, but I want it. But Instagram, to me, I just think is, it's just, I don't know. I don't take it serious. Social media, I don't take it serious. That's why I'm just like, okay. But in my phone, I'm going to say, oh my God, they, they asked me for something. We got to do a poll with that friend. Do a poll. I don't think that people putting up their cash app you gotta do that you gotta insert both questions though okay what's the question like is it begging is is it begging if a person either 
text sends a mass text requesting cash app money for a birthday or something special occasion and is it also begging like if they post it to their instagram or we got to figure out how to pose it but it needs yeah. to be both of them inserted in the question so if you see me <laughs> as your friend right uh-huh if you see me post hey it's my birthday this is my cash app on my social media you'll probably just look at it like oh it's her birthday like it keep moving if i sent it to you directly in the text i would send you the money with no judgment i'm like all right it's her birthday let me i I cash at people anyway on their birthday that i know still more compelled to send it to me if i send it to you via text as opposed to me doing it on social media no because either way if i see it on social media i probably already sent you the money but then again, I'm your friend. I know you. Like, I know you know you. You already got your birthday gift. You already got your cash app from me. So if I see it, I'm going to just scroll past it because I already did it. <laughs> but I know you. Okay, well, let's take a person that is an associate. That's like, that's like me posting it, right? And then you got Jay-Z, Beyonce, Cameron, and Fab looking at my page. They're going to look at that and be like, I'm not sending her no fucking money. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. I'm not sending Aquafina no money. Who is she? Exactly. So if I, I follow her, you, but who is she? If I send it to you in a text, you feel a little bit more compelled to do it. As no, if I post it on my social I'm gonna media. Feel, I'm going to feel compelled to do it either way. That's what I'm saying. You got to ask somebody that maybe doesn't know us. Like, would you give me money if I put up my cash app and see what the per- how the person responds? You can't ask me because I'll send it. I had probably already sent it to you as a birthday gift or if i saw it on your your po- your page i would send it to you because i know marquita i mean well this is this is hard to say. know it's social media is just a game to me i got Issa ray and my close friends like i don't know what you wait but friend that's good i don't know what you that is wishful thinking yep she see all my personal stuff because that's my that's my girlfriend okay yeah. that's my friend. i so should so- do that with oprah like do I- it for real. And maybe one day she'll come in to see, oh my goodness, I'm in her close friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I say that to say. That is really someone, neat to Friend, that was smart. <laughs> if someone sends me something. Oh, shit. That's why you sending it to me in the text. I mean, you got my number. I'm going to put Crystal in there. <laughs> friend, you're crazy. I'm going to put Dustin in there too. And a friend. Put hey, them all friend, in hey. there. Put them all in there. They are my friends. Shit, I'm going to put Master P in here. I'm gonna put Master P. Put him in there. I'm gonna put Master P. I'm gonna put um. I'm gonna put Danny Glover in there too. Okay. And Lawrence Fishburne because I like them. And that's who you get with the daddy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Shit, Denzel got an Instagram. I'm gonna put Denzel in there too. I admire that man. Well, if you put He's a good actor. Oh, okay. I could take that. All right, y'all. Keep putting y'all social media cash apps up there and see if someone um send y'all some money. I want to see if people really be blessing y'all with money. And I want to know that the people that are blessing y'all are people that don't know y'all. That would that would be amazing. That would amaze me. Like if people was legit getting cash apps from people that don't know them. I wonder if it happened. I wonder. I'm not, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're asking for. If it's somebody birthday i may not 
and I don't really like know them, know them, I may not feel compelled to do it. But if it's somebody like, hey, I'm trying to start a business, can you? That's different. All I right, so maybe it. I should change. Well, this one was the person posted it for Father's Day. So you think the occasion determines if it's vegan or not? Maybe, yes. Okay. That makes more sense. Because like you said, hey, I'm starting a business. See, that to me is like a GoFundMe. Because you can relate to that. Oh, maybe yeah. it could be relatable then, not so, the occasion. A GoFundMe is like for a business or whatever. Somebody died or I can understand it. Let me send this person money. I don't have to know you. Somebody died. You need to raise money for funeral expenses. Right. Or you're starting a business. I can relate to that. I understand. Let me get this person some money. But when you go like, it's Father's Day, it's my birthday. Hell, it's Thursday. It's t- Taco Tuesday or some shit. I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> I don't know you, no. No, absolutely not. Fuck your Taco Tuesday. So I guess it's situational, <laughs> depending on the relationship, what you're asking the money for. Um, I guess all of that, it takes into consideration. All right, friend, what do you got? We haven't oh. done this in a long time, our <clears throat> segments. Well, I don't have um, necessarily segments today. I mean, <laughs> uh, but I do want to share something that I've been coming across a lot. <laughs> a lot on social media. Um, Friday night, I was watching, um, my girlfriend put me on to Kendra G. Okay. I find it so entertaining to watch. And if I had to be out here, a 30 plus year old woman in this dating world, I don't know if I would be able to do it. I don't know. Thanks a lot, friend. And I'm saying it because. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Back it up. I say it because I have a few friends who are currently single. Me. And when we go out, I'm like, yo, look at Gray Shorts. Look at mm-hmm. him. Like, I do it all the time with you. And you'll say, nah. or no, <laughs> yep. or ain't me. it ain't me. I do the same thing with my other girlfriends as well. Um, and I just think that it is so hard to date, probably as a man and as a woman. Yeah, and both. hearing the conversations about, let's just talk about women, because that's what I know. So it was a lot of women coming on there saying, this is what I have. And this is the man that I'm looking for. Okay. And a lot of them was like, you know, he has to be six one plus or making six figures plus and no kids, or maybe he can have a kid. You got to have all of these things. So if you are a woman and you don't make six figures, Mm-hmm. But you want a man who right. makes six figures. That man, and you want him to be a provider. Yeah. That man is already living a six-figure lifestyle, right? Yeah. So he, say he make uh, $100,000, this smooth $100,000 a year, and you want to add you and your five kids, that's no longer a $100,000 lifestyle. That's 100000 plus now we're looking at. Because you're coming with, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. And not to say to date down or don't date what you want. But I think that when dating, we really should look at ourselves first and see, absolutely okay, map out who you are first. Know your work first. Know everything about, map out what you bring to the table. Um, oh, and they hate that. 
Map out to the table. Map out and make matter of fact, not even map out. Make sure that what you require is what you can reciprocate. Cause you have a lot of people that have that ideology like oh he has to be this tall he has to have this but are you that tall are you that skinny are you that fit do you have nice teeth do you have nice nails can you afford luxury do you have a nice car do you have your own house is your credit score 800 or 900 you know do you have real estate properties do you have all of those things that you're requiring or that you want in this other person you got to make sure you're that person too so, and I think a lot of women, they don't think about stuff like that, but they want things like that. That's why when you asked me, well, you didn't ask me, that time we had a conversation, <laughs> we had a conversation. I said, I'm not ready to date right now because where I'm at, I'm not at where I want to be at. Right. For me to be dating yet. Once I get there and have my things that I want, even though they're materialistic things, there's still things that I want and there's still business ventures that I want in place before I can be comfortable with dating because I'm not going to be mentally in that space dating somebody and I'm still chasing after these dreams and chasing after these things. I'm not going to be focused on a relationship. So I have to be in that mental space and I have to have those things first and before I date, but I dare not be like, girl he gotta have four investment properties no girl you're still working on one property you can't expect that man to have four and you don't even have one (laughs) i think well so i think it's okay to date even if you are not completely where you want to be that's for another person that it's just my personal no i'm just saying like in general i think it's okay and what i say it's okay. I mean, at least be in a safe space, right? Like, yeah, you're not completely struggling. And let me say this: I'm gonna go back. If you can afford to date, date. yeah, because dating is a bill on both sides. Absolutely, it's a, it's a it's a bill on both sides. So if you can afford to date, then date. It may not be a while a before you can get. To exactly where and I don't think we ever will get to exactly where we want to be you're always going to want to more you're always going to want to do more travel see more do things but you have to have that structure you can't be out here dating and and this is not the best anybody you can't be out here dating and say oh I'm saving for a house but then you going out and you spend the money and this can go for a female or a male you going out and you're dating around with multiple people and you got to pay for this date y'all got to go on this vacation you got to go here because now it's taking your focus off of your goal and then now you're dating you're basing your focus on dating so that's why i say you got to kind of sort of be in the mental head space because financially you need to be swaying over to your goal i want to save for this house not depleting your finances and now i'm dating so my focus is off of my goal it's okay for a person that can do both, do both. But me, I can't, I, I have to have my, I'm kind of like a one track mind. Like once I'm, I have a tunnel vision. So once I'm on that train, it's, that's the only thing I'm seeing until I get it. And somebody say, oh, you might miss out on the opportunity. Oh, you might miss out on your potential person. Mm, no, cause if it's meant for that person to be in my life and I'm meant to be in that person's life, We'll cross paths when we're supposed to. 
it's all in alignment. It's life. But I just think that mentally, you you got to be mentally and financially prepared to be out here with the daddies, with the hoochie daddy shorts. You got to be, <clears throat> you got to be ready. You have to be ready. And you just you have to be think ready. about it. I read an, another, um, I don't know how true this was, but statistics. But it's saying that ideal guy is like 7%. And it's more... Um, I think we're saying like it's more successful women than it is successful men of that ideal man that we're looking for. Yeah. So if it's only 7% and you have to compete, because you do have to compete. People say, well, I don't have to compete. It's not like you, you have to. I'm not saying you have to. Not like it's a game. Or like anything, it's a game. Right. Like it's a game. But when I if, say compete, it's like if it's five successful women standing right. in front of me. Right. And you all come with all of these great attributes. degrees good jobs right. six figure to... job and you making 70k and these women are making 100k and up you're potentially... or even if you are making exact same and y'all both have degrees and but all you look things, different you have different and, physical assets and that's what i'm saying there is competition like there is competition out here yeah so if you're looking for this seven percent man or whatever the actual percentage is and we have so many successful women and not to say that the other 93 percent the other 93 percent of men are not dateable it's just saying that they may not come with that full package that you're looking for so my women again who are in their 30s breaking on their shit trying to get themselves together really think about go back and reevaluate your list What's I do it all list? the time do you still have all those hard no's? Have you changed some things up? Some things that you're like, oh, I can take this off now. Maybe this don't even matter anymore. And yeah. then your things that, you know, I'm never going to compromise. I'm never going to compromise on. Yeah. So I just say that to say, woo, baby, this dating world? And I'm doing it from a friend perspective. And I ain't even <laughs> dating, but the people that I've dealt with, it's just like a hard no. Like, you know, you be dealing with some people and you just like... My main thing for any person that I'm involved with, whether it was just <laughs> sexual or starting to be something and then I stopped it because it's just like, my thing is I'll approach a situation. I'm like, would they be a good dad? Do they have a good relationship with their mom? Because How do they treat their mom? Your, in your life, these are the things you're looking um, for. I remember even saying something to a, one of the guys about like, therapy and you're like ah, nah, I don't need no therapy and it was just like oh this is a hard no because you got to want to go to therapy you got to want to do something some type of healing because I know you and I know this person and you got a lot of shit with you and you need it so it's just be the questions that I be having for these people or the thoughts that I be thinking at the time and it's just like I can't deal with this person long term it's just gonna have to be what it's gonna be for right now and I'm gonna have to just keep it moving because I don't see this for them. I don't see this with them or financially they'll be good. But then in the other aspect, it's just like, you're doing good in your finances, but you're kind of mean or you're kind of crazy or I don't know. I think therapy is a big one. The therapy culture is real. And I've told several people that I've encountered, or maybe you might Maybe you might need to talk to somebody. Maybe you need to, yeah. you know, venture out and try some therapy. And it's so hard for you to tell someone to go to therapy that don't see an issue. 
Yeah. Right. They have to first be able to identify that there is something and then figure out, is this something that I can handle on my own or should I really seek professional um, help? Yeah. Yeah. I tell my own mother all the time, like, mom, you probably should look into therapy. And the reason why I tell her that is I'm learning more and more about her upbringing. I'm learning Mm -hmm. more and more about my grandparents. And then as Black people in general, yeah, I cannot say that there is one Black person who does not need to go to therapy because we are born into trauma. Yeah. Look at where we come from. So when you take that past trauma from before you were even here into your present day, there's a lot that you can sit down and dissect and talk about. Yeah. And I just feel like people always have such negative things to say about it. Like you'll hear a person, I don't need to pay, pay to talk to somebody. Hell, I can, I can talk to myself. I can do this and I can do that. Or I can, or I can pray church. about it. Yeah. Girl. I can just go to church. It's just like, yeah, you can go to church, but church is more so of a spiritual connection, engagement type of thing or self-healing type of thing that you do with yourself. That's only a percentage of healing. You have to really, really dissect and get deep into the core of what your issue is or what the issue could be. Because like you said, a lot of people don't even realize that they have issues or they have problems, but you have patterns, you know? So church is only half of the healing. And I don't think a lot of people or older people realize that. Yeah, you can go sing, listen to the pastor, write your notes, record, play it back, listen to it, you know, recite the Bible verse from verse to verse, but are you happy? Are you whole? Are you healed? Do you go to church and then come home and yell at your kids or curse at your kids? Or do you go to church and come home and you cry? Like it's, you know, it's healing is the whole thing. But it's not easy and understand that it's not easy. It's painful. It hurts. You don't have moments when you like forget this. I'll just go back to my old ways. Hell, I had a session where I was in there telling the therapist, no, that's not, that ain't it. (laughs) She's like, oh no, but it's, but it is. And it's called such and such. This is what, this is the problem that you have. And I'm like, "Mm -mm. I don't think that that's it. (laughs) And in defense of people who don't want to go to therapy, I will say every therapist is not going to be able to help you. Yeah, you have, and that's another thing. So everybody's not going to be able to help you. To have a transparency moment. I stopped going to therapy. It had to have been a month. What the pandemic started in March, correct? Yes. So I had to stop going. I know it was around Valentine's Day. So that was what, February? And I stopped going because after a while, I just didn't feel the connection with the therapist. And I had, she was a cool therapist. She was black. She had a lot of experience. She was older, but the connection just felt like it was a little bit off and maybe it had something to do with the pandemic. Maybe it didn't. But after that, I just stopped going. And then I said that I was going to find another therapist. So it is important to find a therapist that kind of sort of matches and blends with you. Um, and a therapist that has a lot of experience, like you could check her credentials and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm gonna go back to therapy once I find another therapist. 
that's within my network because I'm not paying <laughs> out of pocket costs. <laughs> Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> it may be beneficial for a lot of people to just, you know, just try it. Unbiased you know? opinion and just try it out. The Therapist, life with, coach, something. Something. The thing with trying something new is that you don't have to continue to do it. Absolutely. Just not. like you made the option to go and seek therapy, you mm-hmm. have the option to say, ah, oh, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. So even if you are able to identify something or if you are taking um, <laughs> constructive criticism mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're constantly hearing the same thing from multiple people, yeah, the first thing you can do is just take a second and, and say, okay, what is it about me that is causing this? Or can I take a deeper look of some past things and see if like, I can identify it? The first thing can sometimes just be identifying it. Mm-hmm. And then seeing where you can go from there. And another determining factor, this is how I knew that I needed it. When you talk about the situation more than once to either multiple people or the same people, your friends are not your therapist. It's okay to talk to them once in a blue moon about a situation, but it's not okay to continue to talk about the, like continue to talk about the same thing over and over and over again. Your friends are people that can give you input and advice, but a therapist can really break it down for you and actually, actually come up with solutions to the point where you can, you can stop the things from reoccurring or you can get to the root of the issue. And I think that we confuse our friends with being a therapist and they're not that. They're not that. And it had got to a point where I would, before I even talked about a situation, I would ask this specific friend, like, are you in a mental space? And she would do it too. Are you in a mental space to talk? Or can I talk to you about something? Do you feel like talking about, are you able to handle it today? Or just to see where we were at mentally before we dropped off our baggage to one another. But yeah, if you're doing that to your friends constantly, talking about Raekwon or whoever constantly over and over again, you might need to talk to a therapist. Yeah, you both might want to. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> talk to a your friends don't want to hear about Raekwon every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Like, <laughs> even if she listens, she don't want to hear it. Like, but yeah, therapy, man, therapy is okay. It's very uncomfortable. Um, it's very new. It's very different. In the beginning, I can say that I wasn't very open. I was very quiet, very shy. I didn't reveal too much, which made the situation or the help complicated because it's like, how can a person help you if you're not as open? So it took me a while to come out of my shell. I think I was in therapy probably for seven months. Yeah, seven months. And I went every other week. So it was all right. It was different. It was scary. It was all of those things. I had the butterflies and everything else before I walked in. But once I was in and got to talk, it was kind of sort of okay. Y'all should try it. <laughs> try it out. And again, you're trying, you're trying it out. You don't have to stay. You don't have nope. to commit to it. And I um, no contract. Like you can get up and go anytime you, you want to. You can get up and go. You, but you may actually enjoy it yeah and enjoy it for the part that you're just working on something that you may have never worked on before the whole goal for 2022 is just 
putting yourself first yep and really prioritizing your well-being your mental your physical your emotional really focus on yourself before you can date or before you can be that best parent or that co-parent or whatever it is that you're looking to be before you can be that best version you have to work on yourself and it may take you time it may take you years years to get there because it's taken me years to undo a lot of things that I thought before that I I don't necessarily think now Mm -hmm. and trying to change some things that just doesn't fit into my lifestyle or how I want to be I mean even changing the way that I dress how I present myself you're constantly going to work on yourself and it's okay. The end goal is to be the best version of you that you can possibly be. And if Mm -hmm. that means going to therapy, go to therapy. If that means it may look like for you going to church, then go to church. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is that's going to take you to get to the best version of yourself, do it. And and then ask yourself, what would the best version of me look like? Yeah. That's the first thing. Make a list. What does the best version of you look like? Make a list. And don't be intimidated or scared about what other people got going on. Take a break from social media. I know a lot of us always compare and, oh, they have this and they're my age or they're doing this or they get to go here. They have that. Like, steer away from that. You on your own time. You running your own race. That's it. And that's all. Like, like she said, get you together first. Get you don't feel like you first. you press the time or you losing time these men gonna be out here these women gonna be out here get you together first get the car you want the house you want the job you want go back to school lose weight get your your teeth fixed grow some edges all that <laughs> take care of your kids drink your water moisturize your face <laughs> yeah because then they ain't gonna be able to tell you shit child they ain't gonna be able to tell you nothing they're not okay? gonna be able to tell you nothing they ain't gonna be tell you nothing get you together and you know that's what, what i'm doing i'm still getting me together all this those weight about that, to come off listen all those things that you may have named that person like well i got it all and they may not have no self-esteem yep may not even be happy may, may have the man happy. and the whole nine Still not happy. That's why you got to work on you. Work on you. I was talking to a friend the other day and, you know, majority of my friends are married with kids, right? Mm -hmm. So one of my friends was like, um, we were just talking about life and where we are and what we want. And I'm just like, well, you know, you're married with kids, the house, the cars and all of this. She was like, yeah, but I look at you like you live in life. I'm like, me? (laughs) She was like, yeah. She said, you go on trips, you travel, you get up and go and do whatever you want to do. If you don't want to do something, you don't do and You can just, you know, leave. Yeah. I don't have that option with a husband and kids. And kids. Yeah, it looks so kind of different. When you look on social media and you look at these people with certain things and you're like, oh, I want that, whole time they want what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So take a second and really, sis, we want you to appreci- appreciate, appreciate yourself. Yourself. You work so hard. We are living for softer lives these years. Yeah. Make yeah. it a little bit softer on yourself. Easy. Make it easy. Make it easy. We always got to be hard. We always got to be hard. <laughs> Let it go. Life ain't supposed to be hard. It's not. It's supposed to be a beautiful <laughs> journey. Um, comfortable journey. But we just make it so hard. We make it so hard. We always got to work hard. Everything just got to be hard. It's got to be a struggle. We Why? can relax. 
We can't wow. relax. We can't enjoy the fruits of our labor. We're constantly on a go. Constantly. We're never taking a mental break. We're not working out. We're eating bad meals. We're not no. getting our checkups. No. Oh, speak for yourselves. We're not, we're not doing a lot of things. We're not taking care of the small things. I shorty go to the dentist yearly. Go to, I said the dentist. No, I go to the dentist every six months and go to the doctor yearly. That is important. Go to the doctor. And that's just because go I have a to, history of breast cancer, family history of breast cancer and all that other stuff. So I have to go. The doctor, the dentist. Yeah. Sis, go get your oil changed. Don't wait for no man to get your oil changed. Shut up, friend, because I got to. Because now your car is going to be messed up. And I that man can be friend. here today going tomorrow. And going tomorrow. Take care mm-hmm. of what you have to take care of. And you know what? I say all that to say, too. If you need help, say you need help. Yep. It's okay. I'll help y'all. I got an answer for almost everything. I'm... Y'all just shot me a holler. <laughs> it's okay to ask for help. It's okay it to not want to carry all your groceries by yourself. Girl, because I be sometimes going up the steps with one-stop shops. Like, I be, hands be all red. Girl, I be trying to get all the groceries in the house. We we not doing that no more. <laughs> We're not doing that no more. We're not stressing ourselves out. You're right, because I'm getting my groceries. We're not living beyond our means. We're going to have a nice, gentle, soft life where we can yeah. enjoy it. We're going to teach our daughters to be soft. We're going to teach our daughters, yes, you can be independent and take care of yourself. But it's okay to be tired. We can be tired. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be tired. Why can't where, where did that come from? We can't be tired. Because y'all keep equating that not tired with laziness. With tired with laziness or with being broke. Yeah. Like, no. How are like you that performing whole no at sleep. your optimum when you're tired? How y'all why y'all who was somebody put a post up? Oh, everybody and they like. It. No, like it was, they were like wrote it out and was like, it's 4.30 or 5.30 in the morning. And the reason why I'm further along than all the rest of y'all is because I get up at this time while y'all still sleep. Bruh, what if they work overnight jobs? Of course they're going to be sleep at that time. They just now getting in the house. And that doesn't determine, (laughs) doesn't determine that just because you woke up at that time. And they're going to bed at that time. Y'all might have lived different lifestyles and do different jobs. I just hate that we bash people for wanting sleep or we bash people for being tired or we bash people for waking up at specific times of the day. Because if you want to be technical in other states and other continents and countries, it's a different time. They may wake up even earlier than us or later than us and they're still successful. I just hate that we, not even we, because I don't do that. I hate that people do that or say that. Let that man or that woman get her sleep. They may be an RN and just got in the house at 5.30. Saving lives or a doctor, legit saving lives, performing surgeries. And you're sitting up there saying, oh, the reason why I'm far along is because y'all still sleep. No, the doctor probably makes way more than you, respectfully. (laughs) Okay. You may be an entrepreneur, but you may not be running them type of numbers. Them entrepreneurs so, are the toughest people, boy. Y'all just. <laughs> and Lord knows that being an entrepreneur is very hard. It's hard being a business owner in the way that you make other people feel. Yeah, girl, okay. who's going to run your company? If you want me to be an entrepreneur and you're an entrepreneur, who's going to help you? If make you it take make away. Sense all the people that's in your life right now that help 
you with your everyday groceries or whatever it is that you have going on. And mm-hmm. you say, you know what? Everybody quit your job and become an entrepreneur. Everybody is not going to be self-employed. And I built for that. Everybody is not Everybody built doesn't, for that. And maybe they don't even have a desire. They don't want that. And that's fine. Stop, stop that's self-projecting. Fine. Stop mm. putting what you want for yourself onto other Child, people. Everybody don't want to be married. Everybody don't want to have children. Everybody doesn't want to be a Stop asking people owner. about children. Homeowner about is that? a major one. Everybody doesn't have a desire to be a homeowner. Maybe I want to live in a luxury apartment up in the sky. Yeah. I had <laughs> somebody that? ask me that the other day. Oh, you, you don't want to have kids? I said, who told you that? Oh, because you don't have them. Who said that? You don't have them. Oh, well, you're in your 30s. Okay. Right. Like (laughs) My mom is 38. Like what? (laughs) And stop asking me where my kids are and asking where my husband is. You don't know if I can have them. You don't know if you can have them. You don't know if I had complications and I've had surgeries. Like you you asking me that and out the blue too. And I'm looking like, who said that? (laughs) Who told you that? Who said that about any? (laughs) I have more people ask me when you're having a kid before they ask me when I'm getting married. Like you like, shouldn't be asking me any of it. You, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that should be any of your business. That's what I, I was about to say. You shouldn't that's be asking your business. Any of it, but it's like don't do put your feel free to priorities do on me. I'm yeah. living my life how I'm supposed to be living my life. You're living your life how it's playing out. Like if it was supposed to play out with you having kids, you would have had them by now. If if it was supposed to play out with you having a house at this current moment, you would have had that by now. Like people don't understand that everybody it would have happened. Everybody's life is going to unfold differently. Yeah. When it happens is when it's supposed to happen. It didn't happen right now. But I just hate that. Like why don't you have this? You're this age. We do it. Everything is according to age. That's why don't how you I used have to live kids? my life? Why don't you have this? Why why are you not in school? Why are you still in school in college? Like why why do we equate everything with age? Why do we do that? Why? I think it's very heavy. Um in the and I'm a victim community. of that. I'm still I'll still do it. Like if I don't have this by this age and I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, I do it all the time. Why am I still in school when I'm in my like early 30s? Like why I should have been done. <laughs> Bitch, it was free. That's why you here. <laughs> It's just a self-projecting. Before you stop and ask someone, when are you going to do X, Y, and Z? Ask yourself, have you done it? Have you experienced mm. it? Do you know how to do it? Mm. I don't want somebody that's not married constantly asking me when I'm getting married because you don't have nothing to offer me. Or they didn't have a successful marriage. Or you didn't have a successful marriage. So maybe with that, you can tell me what not to do. Yeah. Somebody actually did a post like that and they was like, um, I'm not taking no advice from people that are not married. And I kind of sort of, I'm like, I understand it. But as a person that has been married, and well, I wanted the divorce. But <laughs> a person that's been married, I wouldn't necessarily tell nobody anything that would cause friction. But if a person was to ask my opinion on certain things, I would tell them. It just never would be voluntarily offered, like unsolicited advice. Um, but would I take advice from a single friend that hasn't been married? No. Would I take advice from somebody that is married? Eh, it would be up in the air depending on what they're telling me or what advice they're giving me. Because everybody's advice is not good advice. And I'm someone that don't, I'm not going to say I don't like advice, but for certain situations, I don't 
I like my my romantic life to be private. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a boyfriend or a husband, I foresee me with a husband too. Just I like a private life. I like to do <laughs> what I like to do. Um, I don't always ask advice for my personal life. My work life, yeah, I will seek advice or some type of leadership or something from leadership or something. But in my personal life, I really don't. I was trying on these shoes and I asked my wife, I'm like, do you think these shoes look good? He was like, well, send it to your friends. I said, yo, I never send anything to my friends. Like, what do you think? I noticed that when he said it, he was like, yo, send it to your friend. I'm like, I never send stuff to my see, friends. I normally see you guys stuff like, hey, look at this. You should get it. Or, hey, look at this. You should try it. I never really say, hey, what do you think about this? Maybe I should. I mean, maybe I'll I used to it. think like that when I was married, like, oh, it because that would be a constant thing. Like whatever we discuss, it stays between us. Yeah, that's true for certain things. But then it got to the point in the marriage where I wasn't talking to anybody when I should have been talking to my cousins that are married, that have okay marriages like certain things I should have been talking to them about and I did end up talking to them once you know I divorced or whatever like that and they actually gave good advice so I think it's all in who you talk to or who you discuss certain things with like I felt comfortable with talking to them about the certain things that transpired and they actually gave really 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 good advice but it was a little bit too late for that but it's still a bite that can go with you, you know, to your next relationship. Yeah, absolutely. That you so, moving forward. I disagree with the person's post as I'm not taking advice from <laughs> nobody that's married or not married. Nah, I am going to take advice from people that have somewhat successful marriages. Not perfect marriages, but successful marriages. But it just depends on what it is. That's all. Depends on what it is. You got people that have been married for like 40 years. And their marriages is the shit, like literally the shit, a pile of shit. And then you got people that have been married for two or three, four years, and they have somewhat of a successful marriage that works for them. So I'm open to getting advice. It just depends what the issue or topic is. That's all. But please just don't approach me, but you know what you should do? <laughs> yeah, never, never do that for me. And I had like older people in my family kind of sort of do stuff like that. Oh, well, why you want to do it that way? Or you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Or is that going to make money? Or like you, ma'am, leave me alone. You are in your seventies living off of your damn retirement or whatever the hell. I ain't trying to be there. I'm trying to retire in like three more years. Leave me alone. (laughs) We are not the same. We are different. We are so different. But y'all, enjoy y'all we, Juneteenth. Enjoy I think y'all we gave a lot day. today. Yep. You know, it was a lot of gems being dropped today. Write it down, record it, repost it. Send it to somebody else. Send it to your friends, send it to your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your auntie, your cousin, your goddaughter, your godmom. Send it to somebody. <laughs> And we can wrap up. Okay, as always, be sure to light your sage crutch. <laughs> it's all right. You better use them crutch. Them crutch. Oh tools. God, it's just. <laughs> I'm recording today with my Invisalign, in, and it just gets me every time. As always, is she taking care of them teeth? Though. Oh, oh, did you see them? 
It's it's coming in. It's taking care of teeth though. They shifting, girl. They shifting. Oh God, in the right way. God is shifting the atmosphere. Okay, he is because we both just out here shining, shining. Yeah, yeah. I love this money. (laughs) As always, be sure to light your sage, collect your crystals, and do your kegels and stop building on the backs of blacks and if i hear anybody or see anybody with this on their merch we will sue you i'm just making it very clear because you heard it here first stop building on the backs of blacks <laughs>